Aloha and happy Aloha Friday, everybody. Yay, it's Friday. Yes, it is. I'm here today, Shante. And I'm Elsie. And Elsie, we're back again with wine and real estate. So um, today for our wine, we're having, what do this we have here? This is Shiraz, which is the same thing as Syrah. And I think my understanding of it is that uh, the Shiraz the grapes are the same, but they come from Australia. So what I did was I brought two different ones. One actually is from Washington State and one is from Australia. And I thought we would try both. One is a lot uh, more expensive than the other one and see if you could tell the difference. Which one tastes more expensive? Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the brand is Yellowtail. Yellowtail, yes. This is the one from Australia. Okay. So here you go. Oh, so well, Shiraz oh, is yeah. a, um, what is that, a type of grape? Yeah. That one it is? Yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, they're, they're almost similar. They really are almost similar. It's the same grapes, but you know, they were grown in different areas and processed differently. So I want to say this one. You like that one the best? I think this one um, has more deeper tail. flavor. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, it has a lot more deeper flavor. They both still have a, a bite, a strong bite to yeah. it, this red yeah. wine. They are similar. Yeah. yeah. So that was a um, Yellowtail from Australia, 2018 Shiraz. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and this one, the other one, was the 20, 2013 Red Diamond Shiraz, but it was from Washington State. And the Yellowtail was actually $4.50. Okay. Yeah, and this guy was like um, more like 20 bucks. Okay, so the smoother the wine than the more expensive, in a way. In a way, yeah. I okay, guess it's what you it. like. Yeah, yeah, it's what you like. I yeah. think I did pretty good, but I failed that one too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I failed that taste test. But yeah, but like you said, you're not a wine drinker. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I don't care for this. I like the more um, oaky, earthy, those kind of tastes. Yeah. Yeah, this one didn't have an oaky taste. Like the uh, what was the other one? The um, well, I like the Rodney Strong. Strong. Yeah. yeah, that's my everyday wine. Yeah, yeah, this one never have oakiness. So what is what are they going for with this one? Well, let's see. Let's read the bottle. Yeah, let's the bottle it. says that it is uh, based in Australian town of Yenda. Nice. It is here that Yellowtail was created with a simple philosophy to make great wines for everyone to enjoy. So it's an everyday kind of wine. That one. Yeah. And that was the cheap one, right? That's the cheap one. I should have yeah. known better. The bottle is nicer, the one from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Do you confess to buying alcohol based on the labels and how they look very true yeah i do i shop with my eyes all the time so if i don't know what it tastes like or anything mm -hmm. like that i will shop with my eyes that's have for you sure. seen have you seen the bottles of freak show because it sounds familiar the label is so cute it's a freak show and it's delicious it's so a wine it's a wine okay. they make different kinds of wine they have the cabernet they have merlots <laughs> yeah but and different labels but they're very interesting labels that your eyes gravitate to on the shelf nice. so yeah i mean uh, i think a lot of times marketing yep marketing <laughs> much like go. in real estate right exactly and uh red diamond sources grapes from the best locations around the world so shiraz is supposed to be my understanding like i said was um from australia Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's our yummy goodness today. We did Shiraz, Yellowtail, one from Australia, and one from Washington. So I guess equally good, you wine drinkers out there. <laughs> <laughs> save save yourself $16 and just go for just the one go from for the Washington. Yellow tail. Yeah, yeah uh -huh. exactly. Yep. 
Um, so today we are gonna, last time we were uh, talking about buyers, right? Right. So it only makes sense that this time we talk about sellers. Right. So um, we'll talk about getting prepared with how sellers can get prepared to list their property and just a quick punch list of things that needs, needs to be taken into consideration. So first one, um, we'll do, uh, let's see, how about renovations and repairs? We'll start there. Okay. So renovations and repairs, um, you know, every property has different condition, right? Some are excellent, right. some are, and a lot of homes out here in Waianae is the fixer-upper. A lot mm -hmm. of older houses, mm -hmm. that's why it's more affordable out here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, I guess it really matters. Like, what do you want to make when you sell this property, right? Right. So, I think a lot of I think a lot of times people underestimate curb value. Oh, that's important. You know, the curb appeal. When, when your prospective buyer drives up, what is the first thing that they see? And somebody will talk, some people will talk about, um, red door mm -hmm. red door meaning what all that means is paint your front door right. it's a simple little thing costs practically nothing mm -hmm. but it makes a big impact right you shouldn't have rubbish in the front yard Never. cut the grass cut the grass definitely cut the grass yeah that, that just kills everything i see some beautiful homes you know even those that aren't on the market but you pass that oh it's a nice house but the yard looks like trash you just lost 15,000. Right. Yeah, the simplest little things right. cost, you know, so little can make such a huge difference in what your buyer might be offering. Right, because once you once buyers are coming in, mm -hmm. they're deducting off that list price right. all the reasons why I'm not going to give you that amount. Right, exactly. Right? So you want to also declutter the house. When, yes. Once they come in, they're going to be turned off if they see a bunch of stuff in there. You want the house to look, you want the buyers to envision their own personal belongings in the property when they walk in. You want to have neutral colors on the walls. If you've got a bedroom painted all different colors, every bedroom's a different color. I actually have a house like that right now. One bedroom is red, another is yellow, and bright colors. You want to neutralize it, again, for the same reason, so that the buyer can visualize their own things in that house. Right, and then also like removing your family photos and everything, right? right. Kind of goes mm -hmm. directly with yep. the buyer envisioning themselves there. Right. Um, how about pets? Pets can be a problem. You're always gonna to wanna to make sure that, um, if you can, to have them off property for all showings. Yes. And um, this has happened a few times too. You have to make sure that there's no pet odor. Um, we're all animal lovers. I love my dog, you know, but if you, a lot of times you live, you've lived with it so long that you don't even right. see it, smell it yourself anymore. So ask somebody. Right. Uh, if you have a good real estate agent, your real estate agent will tell you. Right. Very nicely. Very nicely. <laughs> there is so Tastefully. Bite. Tastefully, yes. Yeah. It's like um, that Febreze commercial, right? Uh, have you become, uh, what is it? <laughs> Something blind, however they say, to the smells in your home. Right. Yeah, because it happens, it right? It happens. We yeah. just so used to it. We don't think our house might be yeah. smelling a little funky. And right, right. Yeah. So, Everybody else who steps in thinks it does. So. Right. It, uh, whenever you live in a property, you right. tend to start uh, blanking out on things. Right. A lot of times I'll walk into properties where the smoke detectors are going off. And the occupant, the homeowner, doesn't even hear it already because they've been dealing right. with it for so long. So 
hopefully you've got a really good real estate agent that'll tell you, hey, you know, these are the things that we need to do. Exactly. I think so, like, also, leaving the windows open is a good thing to do. Yeah. Let the house breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, when you right. open the windows, let it let it breathe. Even if you're going to leave, especially if you're an owner-occupant, which we'll talk occupancy later. But if it's um, somebody actively living in the property, then, yeah, you should be letting the house air out. So mm-hmm. when buyers come through, it's not like quick open the windows and then that smell is still settling there right. and hanging around right and all the lights should be on all Every, the lights should, light should be on so it looks it gives a real um positive vibe to it right yeah right. no one's dark right dark or gloomy yeah we want it wide open windows open lights on so the buyer can see exactly and then we, we have um with like repairs right mm-hmm. So we might walk into, and we see many different conditions of homes that are, you know, in need of selling. And those that are not in good repair, you know, they ask, what what should we do? You know, should we repair? I guess the first question would be like, can you afford to repair? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know, what kind of repairs? Look, if, if the roof is coming down, mm-hmm. you know, and all of that kind of things, you know, we got leaks everywhere galore. They have no money. Then that's when the seller really has to understand that we're really selling this in uh, major repair right needs major repair you know land value only sometimes yeah, yeah land value only sometimes so that buyers already know coming in like the house mm-hmm. we're not giving it value mm-hmm. right the worst thing you can do is fluff up a property that is in really bad condition right you don't want to put that into mls saying you know it's in good condition when it's not. right the buyers are just going to be disappointed when they right the waste people people's yeah. time so but that. a good agent will direct you on how you should approach it marketing right yeah. if you got like a average above average condition unit and you got a couple you know pipes mm-hmm. leaking here mm-hmm. and there yeah it's worth it get a plumber mm-hmm. out there fix that up right you know? fix the little things yeah fix the, the little the, things the very obvious there's a things. there's a hole in the wall mm-hmm. patch it up it's gonna mm-hmm. make a big difference in the long run mm-hmm. so um I think looking at the kitchen, to, you know, a lot of buyers, the first thing that they're concerned with is the kitchen. Yes. And that's a very costly thing. It is. So it's one of those things where if you're going to do the kitchen, you might as well do the bath. And then right. Where do starts, you start? Where do yeah, you stop? Right, right. So that's a, that's a discussion you have to have with your real estate agent. Right. So sitting with your agent and making a punch list to prepare mm-hmm. the property right. is first step. So. Things that like I will do to help my seller. So I'm not gonna go in and try and like do any plumbing stuff like that because that's just too much liabilities. You know, the seller should be making every effort to prepare the home. But if there's like somebody that is like, okay, we gotta help, we gotta get rid of the, some stuff in the garage, just too much. Yeah. And they're like, Shantae, this is all a dump. I have nobody to help. I'll go in and help them do stuff right. like that. You know yes. what I mean? We, we have both done lots of yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the kind of things like, you know, we'll do that as your agent. You right. know, that's what we can come what and bring. What we can do, yeah. what we are able to do, we are more than happy to do. Right, yeah. right. And you know, the seller, they're, they're like, okay, well, you saw the house, we're leaving. We'll maintain the grass. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We'll go over there. I mean, if it's a, like a huge acre, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, seller. We got to get somebody out here to clean, you know. Right, but, right. you know, small house, you know, with a small yard. We, I mean, it's only right that we can go there and just tidy it up. You yeah. know, it's not a big deal. And we monitor our properties. Always. Minimum of weekly. We, if yes. they're vacant to make sure that everything is okay. It is our policy. Right. <laughs> we also will do... Um, Staging, minimal staging and yes. for your smaller units, you know, like a studio, we'd be happy to, we have um, staging materials and we're able to do that. Exactly. Yeah. But what about like um, big homes? Gigantic homes. Yes. If you have three, four bedrooms, that's beyond us and that's a normal seller expense to Correct. hire a professional staging company. 
And so their, their typical um, protocol is that they will um, stage the house for a one-time fee, and then if you want it to, the, to keep the um, furniture there, then there's a monthly rental charge. And that monthly rental is no joke. Yeah. So when um, coming to the decision for staging, you know, you want to make sure if you're spending the money to stage, everything needs to be right when listing this property. It needs to be priced right, you know. It needs to have that curb appeal. Everything that, that we didn't go over, that we'll go over, needs to be on yeah, point. Yeah, this isn't for testing the market. Yeah. This is for selling yes. the house as quickly as possible. Because I pulled in an estimate just to um, stage a condo, a studio condo, and they, excuse me, a one-bedroom condo, and they wanted to charge $3,000 yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $3,000 a month. I said, no, we'll do it ourselves. Right, right, <laughs> you know? right, right. And, and so, we could do, we could do, and especially you, you're so good at it. Yeah. We try. You have that eye, you know, <laughs> and yeah, we'll do the best that we can, but if you want professional staging of a big property, I mean, that is a normal seller expense. Right. There but, is an alternative. Yes, there yes, we go. Perfect. That is a digital staging. Digital It's It's the new craze around here. Yeah. Uh, to me, it has pros and cons. It does. I think um, it can make any property look beautiful. Yes. It does. Yes. But, I mean, there are rules that you have to follow with this. Unfortunately, there's some, um, we've seen a few instances where uh, in the virtual staging, they will Photoshop out material facts regarding the property. Right. For instance, there was one not too long ago where they um, removed the split system air conditioner that was in the wall. Oh. Made it look like a smooth wall was there and there was no air. You can't do right. those kind of things. That's a material You're fact. changing the condition You're, of exactly, the home. Exactly. That's yes. not what the house looks like. Right. So there's pros and cons. Like you said, I think um, the biggest con would be that the the um, buyer can be disappointed if they walk into the Absolutely. property. <laughs> and they see it looks nothing like these right. pictures. Yeah. So what we try to do to make that balance out is, yeah, because that's exactly what it is. When you see a fully furnished photo of a home it's enticing yeah Very. oh this is beautiful let's go look mm -hmm. now you come into the home and there's nothing in there mm -hmm. now you start to see flaws you know what i mean mm -hmm. oh it looks smaller mm -hmm. you know or whatever your brain goes right. to at that moment but the pros would be that it gives you an idea of what it could look exactly. like. exactly right that is the pro that right. is the pro so hopefully you have a buyer's agent that knows that it's staged right. virtually staged, and is preparing you mm -hmm. for that so that you don't walk in and think that you're going to see something that looks just like those big Right, but what we also do too is we print large photos, right? Yes. We will print whenever we've done um, digital staging at Foster Realty um, for our clients. We always print larger photos, you know, and we'll have them available in the unit so that when they come in, even though they don't see the furniture, which you know they might get like disappointed, the photos are still there, so they can kind of look and be like, oh, okay, right, that's right, right. that's right. Yeah, I, can I get put the my couch here. Canvas prints, even, yeah, and then you know you put them up, up an, on an easel in the property so that they can remind themselves of what exactly what the property could look like. Yeah, and then at that point, it, it's a good thing because now you get to see it both, right? Mm -hmm. You see it empty, and you get to see it staged again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So staging is is um, yeah, and yeah. the the. You Good. want to stage a property so that the whole purpose is to get the most money possible right. for your client, the seller. Yes. So, um, but it's not going to do any good if you have priced the property incorrectly. Absolutely. Now you're stuck with a $3,000 bill every month for staging. Right. And a property that's not selling because it's overpriced. Right. So then why don't we talk about then like a time, a timeline for um, a timeline for a great listing when it should sell. 
and to well, I think first of all, you you want to make sure that when you hit the market, you're hitting the market with everything in place. You right. don't do things piecemeal. You've got your pictures and or your staging. Right. You've got everything ready to go all at the same time because when the listing hits the market, that is when everybody's going to look at it. Exactly. You don't want to put something, uh, and I see this all the time, you put it in MLS with a um, photo coming soon. Right. <laughs> we just lost interest. Exactly. Nobody cares. Right. Yeah. They right. want to see pictures. Mm -hmm. Buyers want to see the pictures. So make sure that when it's going on and a good agent will do this, everything is ready to go. You've got your professional pictures and it's priced correctly yes. so that it'll sell quickly. It right. shouldn't be sitting on the market for months on end in this market. Exactly, and actually that's one thing that I, I didn't see here, but that's what we also offer to our clients here at Foster. We make sure we hire on a professional photographer. Now if it's like a rundown property and we all know we're selling it for land or it needs major repair, certain things we'll use our judgment and discretion. Like we might go in and get our photos done ourselves, or, you know, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it won't look horrible, mm -hmm. but you know, when we bring in the professional photographer, it's just a benefit for our client. Mm -hmm. It helps for the property to sell faster right. too, right? It's, it's a normal expense for yes. the agent. If yes. you have a good agent, they will have no problem hiring a photographer to exactly. do good pictures. I actually have one right now that is in terrible condition, but I am no photographer. I am an it's awesome real estate agent. I am not an awesome <laughs> photographer. So um, I'm going to let the photographer do his thing. Right, right. And picture the property, you know, so that the, it, it has an accurate picture of what it looks like. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I was doing photography for about five years, so, so I can be confident sometimes in what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, <laughs> no, but, but, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, it does take a lot of time. Because even the ones that I might take, you know, and do my own, I still take them home. Mm -hmm. I edit it, mm -hmm. you know, and all of that. So it takes a lot of time even when I do it. So sometimes it's just better to hire out, mm -hmm. save time and everything. Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, but like you said, it's, 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 um, it's a discretionary thing. It, it is. When it makes sense, it makes sense. Yeah. Right, right. But we're not going to do it on like, you know, a nice single family home, you know, that no, is in great yeah. condition. As an Never. example, I just had a beautiful home in Sea Country. Yep. I mean, that's an upper-end property. You want to yeah. give it the best treatment possible. Oh, that photo possible. shoot was beautiful. It was so beautiful. It sold so quickly just because the I photos. I think that the photos really attributed to that. Right. It's not only just photos now. We're not talking about just photos. We did aerial, the drones. Yes. So you can see exactly where it is. And then it was a twilight. Yes. It was a twilight shoot. So they actually, it's done so that it's um, depicting the sunset. And yeah, it, yeah, it was really beautiful. So it and, was. It, it gave and the house was beautiful too. Yeah, and, but that kind of money that the seller's um, agent is paying for that. Exactly. And um, you should expect that your agent to pay for that. Right. That, that was about $1,000 to do exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. They and might I think that it doesn't, do it. yeah. but it is expensive. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So we talked about, some, about renovating. We talked about staging quickly on photos. Um, overpriced. We kind of hit that, right? Well, yeah, but um, I think the the number one thing that pe um, the the sellers will ask me is um, about the tax assessment. Mm -hmm. I I want to list it at the tax assessment, and they don't realize that the Honolulu City and County tax record is about two to three years behind, mm -hmm. and they are much quicker to to upload new data I've noticed when the market is going up because that's how you pay your property taxes mm -hmm. and they are very slow in bringing it down yeah yeah so it doesn't 
um, it doesn't really um, coincide with what you have the to current take, market yes. is doing. You have doing. to take it with a grain of salt. Yes. Yeah. It's just it's one not thing. accurate. It's not accurate. That is what you're paying your taxes off of. Right. Yeah. That's not what the it's property not what is the worth. Property is actually going to sell for. The yeah. worth of the property is based off of the pro your neighbor neighboring properties that are selling what they sold at. And right. When an appraiser condition. comes to appraise your property, they're going to look at the most recent sales, and mm -hmm. we're talking within six months. Yep. That's the normal protocol is they're looking at sales the last six months. They're also looking at what is currently on the market. But a lot of, you know, not too much gravity towards that because they can ask a million dollars. Doesn't mean they're going to get it. Absolutely. They're looking at actual sales figures for the last six months. So when you're looking at Zillow, that's another thing. Um, I think that's the Zestimates. The Zestimates. That's uh, <laughs> Realtor's biggest nemesis is right. the Zillow because, you know, you go online, you want to know what your property's worth. So right. there's Zillow. They're right there to tell you. Yes. And, and generally speaking, they are way off. Mm -hmm. They don't know the condition of your property. Right, right. Yeah. They're just, they have these algorithms that work sometimes, but usually don't right and again that's why you need a really good real estate agent right exactly somebody who knows the neighborhood and you know can pull everything together and get you the right price mm -hmm. yeah because once you put your property on your on the market the goal is to sell mm -hmm. sell quickly mm -hmm. you know don't play games you know right get yeah, it on no, I've, had, I've had sellers who said oh well you know i want some ridiculous amount and um, just put on that we can always bring it down if it doesn't sell at that but what happens is if i put it on the market and it's you know, way overpriced, it's not going to sell and it's going to get stale. Yeah. So even if you do lower the price, most agents are not even, they're, they're looking at an MLS and they're like, ah, I already saw that. And they just go right past mm -hmm. it. So when you hit the market, you should be priced correctly and you want to sell it and you want to sell it right now. Right. Exactly. So now, you know, there's many, many, many agents out there, right? So how does a seller come to pick the right agent? There's so many agents. Mm -hmm. We was just talking about this. How many agents we were when we were in class? They said was uh, that we had in the state of Hawaii. Do you remember? Oh, it was thousands. Yeah, it was, it was thousands. thousands and yeah, thousands. Yeah, there was thousands of agents, but only like twenty percent of them even actively are active. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think um, more than anything, I think experience really counts. Experience does. Count. Yeah, and it you know we've been doing this a really long time. I've been doing it for thirty one years. So I would like to think I, I know a little bit about selling real estate. <laughs> right, right. And uh, we here, we're not, I, I would say that, Foster, we're not um, like hard, grungy salesmen, salespeople. No, we, we, we are not hardcore salesmen. Yeah, yeah we're we not. Are, we, <laughs> we are here to help, to assist. We're not jamming things down people's throat. We don't right. do that. Yeah. yeah, and we don't, because we don't like that feeling, no, right? No, who does? Yeah. Right. So we want to, um, how we come across, we want, we're always here to help, yes, right? Yes, that's what we do. Always we here to help. help. Mm -hmm. Deliver you with the facts, mm -hmm. you know, keep you updated with what's going mm -hmm. on with your transaction, with what's going on with the market, giving you options, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, we always want to be, your agent should always be two steps ahead of the game. Right. I would say, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, we're looking out, like, we're in the, we're in the clear, you right. know what I mean? We just... We cleared all of this and we're ready to close we're in the next week. Go. We yeah. know what's happening. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on with the loan. You want to pick an agent that, um, yeah, I guess has a good reputation. Right. You know, you want an agent with a good reputation. You want an agent that is honest, mm -hmm. ethical. Mm -hmm. um, you know. It's on that and yes, we have served, um, our agents, including myself, have served many years on, at the Board of Realtors and the 
ethics committee and the grievance committee and right. professional standards. So um, we might be a lot of things, but I think ethical would be Definitely. right at the top of the list. Oh, yeah. There, there is no funny we games have to, around yeah, here. No, or we lies. have to yeah. sleep at night. Yes. Right, right. So, um, yeah. Foster Realty is the right agent for you guys, so always give us a call. Give us a when call. You're thinking, you should interview agents. Interview agents, yeah. yes. We interview would like me. to be, yeah. We, <laughs> yes, interview Shantae. No, us, us. <laughs> but we would always like to be the last one interviewed. That's what they say, right? Yeah. Oh, we always because you'll 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 see a couple of other agents and then we'll come in there and then we'll show you how it's really done. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Right, or and we're your local wine eye experts. experts. Yeah, um, you know? a lot of um, agents are coming from other areas, and and I see this routinely where they're um, listing properties out here and they don't live out here, they don't have an office out here, and they don't come out here to show your property. Yeah. You want an agent that is available, an agent and their team, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So who are available to come out if a buyer is wanting to see the property? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because you never know. We got signs up with marketing that we send out. Somebody might be like, hey, I'm in Wainai today. Like, I would love to come and see it. I'm a pre-qualified buyer. What are we going to say? Oh, um, yeah, I live in town. So <laughs> yeah. maybe like next week, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. we should, you should always have an agent that is... Um, readily available right can be there I, any but we have agents quickly. that actually call and say hey my my buyer wants to see your property would you show it for me right which is kind of wow okay but guess what <laughs> we do it because yeah. our job is for to our sell sellers your property exactly and if the buyer's agent doesn't want to do it well fine then we're gonna we'll do it yeah it's not it's not kosher right <laughs> it's not for their benefit but yeah. for our, for, for our benefit. seller it's for your benefit so we will do it yeah. that is right yeah. <laughs> so if you're gonna sell your property and you have um a tenant yeah such a challenge such a challenge actually yeah, it, it can some tenants are amazing. You know, mm -hmm. I've worked with several really good tenants and you know, we cannot always just try and, you know, come in. Like when, once the property goes on the market, everybody wants to come and see, especially if it's a hot property. Right. But communication with the, the tenant, you know, from the get go, like what are good days for you? What are good times for you? What are what doesn't work for you? You know, you can make the process so much easier. Um, by communicating with the tenant, but absolutely 100%, if you want to list, the best way to go is vacant. Yeah. If you vacant. have, if you have the ability to do that, yes, then it's always you want to have the property. Right. Vacant. Because even with tenants, once they say no, it's not as easy to show. When agents are always like sending in requests, like we want to come and see, we want to see this day, we want to see that day, it's not as simple as us saying confirm. We have to put that on hold, call the tenant, wait for the tenant to respond, make sure, first of all, we're giving them two days notice because landlord-tenant code says mm -hmm. we have to give them two, two day days notice. notice. Mm -hmm. And even at that, they can say no, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, um, occupancy being vacant, ideal. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, how about if the owner's in the property? Uh, Owner's not too bad, but you have to just keep in mind, you know, if you are, if you can be available to show, you know, on short notice, that's awesome. Be ready to tidy up, you know, at a moment's call if you want the property to be seen often as well. Um, again, then you come into 
uh, pets and all of that right. fun stuff. I actually, so. on, the, on the times that I do have a seller in the house, what I tell them is to just have a big laundry basket. And yes. if I call them and I say, we're going to have a showing, they just throw all of their personal belongings in this big basket and shove throw it in, it the, in closet. the closet. That's smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. Idea. So, right there. <laughs> they're ready to go. Oh, yeah. Elsie's showing the property. Yes. Boom, everything goes. They go running and throw everything right. into, into the basket. It's perfect. And please, no cook with patisse right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. <laughs> There you go. So, I mean, that kind of wraps it up for our sellers list today. Um, if you think we missed something or you want to hear more about a certain topic, just um, give us a, what, what is it? Leave a message? <laughs> Leave us a message, yeah. I guess. So, Call yeah. us or private messages or social media. There anything. you go. Yeah. But for now, we're so happy you guys joined us and Aloha. Aloha.